If you're building a business right now and you find it difficult to get traction, then I've got some steps for you today to become more effective as an entrepreneur. If you're in the process of building a network marketing company, if you are building a downline or a team, or even if you're just getting started in something brand new where you are the, you are the, the, the person, the spark that's starting the whole thing, then today's Daily Dose of Awesome is specifically for you because we're going to be talking about the five characteristics of effective entrepreneurship and more importantly, how to put those into work and how to implement them in your business beginning right here, right now, today. Plus, I'm going to be talking to you about one of the, the key and essential things you must have as an entrepreneur. And if you don't have this, it's probably going to cause you to either flail as an entrepreneur or possibly fail altogether. That and more coming up on today's episode of The Daily Dose of Awesome. My name is JT DeBolt. Great to be with you here on a Tuesday morning. And as you jump out here, let me know where you are tuning in from. And as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. That's what we do here with the uh, Daily Dose of Awesome. Great to be with you guys jumping out. What's up, Samra? Good to see our Samra. Good to see you. Chuck Kewen in the house. Tomas is here. Tracy Wilson's in the house from Alberta. What's happening? Good to see you all here. I appreciate each and every single one of you. Always a privilege and an honor. It's been a while since I've been out here. I'm pretty pumped. I'm going to be here today and tomorrow. Uh, pretty excited to spend some time with you guys and share some airspace. What's going on, Michael? Good to see you down there in Yukaipa. And uh, lots of other folks jumping out here. Again, today we're talking about really the five characteristics of effective entrepreneurship. And when I say effective, I want to use that term. I want to kind of clarify what that means real quick. A lot of times we talk about good or bad. We talk about something being, you know, good or bad or, you know, something didn't work or something's broken. And what we're talking about here is not good or bad. It's not a judgment. It's just what's more effective. Now, you might have things that you're doing right now in your business that bring good results for you or bring better results for you than others, and that's awesome. You might be looking at yourself and saying, well, I'm not getting any results and nothing's working. The simple reality is if you, in, if you implement these five things into your business, I promise you, you will start to get more traction. You'll start to take better action and get better results. If that works for you, then, then uh, let's get right on to it. I want to jump straight to the chase. I want to get straight to the good stuff, if that's okay with you. I want to talk to you about what I believe is the number one characteristic of effective entrepreneurship. Now, a lot of folks, might be you might be one of them, have been asking us, what are the, how do I become a more effective entrepreneur? How do I actually get more done? And when we hear that question effective, typically what people are asking about is how do I get better results? Like how, am I, how do I start getting better traction on my website? How do I, uh, how do I get my ads to actually start uh, to become profitable? Uh, where do the conversions start to happen? And all of those are great questions. In fact, it's coming from a very important place. We talk a lot about this in the workshops with the Fast Track program. And that is that question of really coming from a place of curiosity, which is awesome. It's one of the single most important uh, character traits you can have as an entrepreneur. But what I want to talk to you today about is what actually helps you leverage that curiosity. Because it's one thing to be curious, right? I mean, it's great to come from a place and say, hmm, you know, what might we do differently here? How, how might we fix this? How might we leverage this? How might we move this, pivot this, whatever the, whatever the uh, thing needs to be done, right? The better question is, you know, once we get into that curious state, what do we do with it? 
Or if you're in a place where you're like, dude, I'm tapped out of information, tapped out of ideas. How do I actually get myself curious? Here's the number one characteristic. I want to just cut to the chase. I'm not going to save it for last. The number one, if you don't hear another thing I say on this episode of the Daily Dose of Awesome, then this is it. The number one characteristic of effective entrepreneurship is resourcefulness. Number one is resourcefulness. Cut straight to the chase. Let's go straight to dessert, bypass dinner, all right? The whole idea of being resourceful means that you are essentially unstoppable, if you want to really think about it. Resourceful means I'm going to squeeze every ounce of anything I've got, energy-wise, creativity-wise, you know, output-wise, to get the result I'm looking for, or to, at the very least, find an answer. Resourcefulness, let's talk about what what resourcefulness is not. Resourcefulness is sitting around waiting for somebody to get back to you right? Sending that email with a request or sending that text with a request and and sitting idle waiting for that person to get back to you, right? That is not resourceful. Uh, Not resourceful is waiting for uh, your website to be built out before you run an ad, for instance. That's not being resourceful. That's waiting on somebody else. And entrepreneurs, effective entrepreneurs do not sit around and wait for better right? They don't wait for better timing. They don't wait for better circumstances. They don't say, well, if I had more time, more money, more backing, more support from folks, then I would do this, right? Effective entrepreneurs get resourceful. They look around. They say, there's always an answer. There's always a solution somewhere. In fact, I want you to really earmark this as one of the more important things that you can start to put into practice in your business. And if you're already resourceful, that's awesome. Hats off to you. Congratulations. Uh, if you say to yourself, I get it, JT, I just haven't quite figured out how to do it, then here's my, my simple challenge to you. Sit down when we get done with this, or if you're watching this as a recording, give yourself about 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 15 at the, at the lowest end, really, maybe closer to 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, give yourself some time to really sit down and reflect on how you are resourceful. What, what behaviors do you exhibit that, that uh, point to you being resourceful? In other words, are you somebody who doesn't take no for an answer? Are you somebody who, when you hit an obstacle, you say to yourself, okay, cool, what's the way around this rock? Around it, over it, under it? Do I need to actually go through it? Do I need to go get a sledgehammer? Is the best option to break the rock into a bunch of small little pebbles? The question that you really want to get to here is how, how truly resourceful are you? Are, do you have that grit, that tenacity to push through things? Do you have that, that question that, that mind in your uh, question in the back of your mind that says, how might I do this differently? How might I do this more effectively? How might I do this more efficiently? Or do you say to yourself, what resources do I have at my disposal? You know, time, money, assets, people. Who, who do I have in my network that I might reach out to uh, if I've come to this conclusion that I just don't seem to have the, the answer? Because if you get stuck, right, and you can't come up with a solution for yourself, is there any harm in asking for help? I mean, really, I'm asking the question, so type that into the chat box, into your comment section. I'm going to look and see, is, it, is there anything wrong with asking for help? Yes or no? Simple yes or no question. Um, what's up, Mark? Good to see you, my friend. Anna Lee Duplay, what's going on, girl? Good to see you. Angeline Constantino in the house. Uh, Tony Stewart, what's up, my friend? Good to see you. Uh, Tracy Chalmers in the house. Listen, is it okay to ask for help? And in so doing... When you ask for help, are you not truly being resourceful in that moment? Now, 
Here's the ca- here's the caveat to this. All right. One thing that I'd like to clarify with it, and this is my personal take on it. So, you know, don't take this as judgment if you think otherwise. I'm not judging you if you don't think this way. My personal belief is this. I like to seek the solution for myself first. Sometimes it's as simple as looking on Google. Honestly, sometimes Google can be your friend. Uh, sometimes I go back to the uh, to the roadmap, the back office, and I'll say, okay, is there a resource back there that maybe I've overlooked or forgotten about? Or one maybe that I've taken for granted, maybe one that I've said to myself, ah, pff, that, I've seen that, I know that already, right? I'll ask those questions of myself. And then once I get to that roadblock and I say, okay, cool, I've exhausted all of those resources, that's when I like to reach out to folks. But here's the critical step to it, my friends. Do not delay too long, all right? Don't waste a lot of time uh, spinning your wheels because you don't want to look foolish or you don't want to look weak or you don't want to look resourceful, all right? The idea is to get out there and ask those questions of those, of those people, whether it's right here in the community. You could type your questions into the, into the comment sections of anybody's post if you've got questions about a certain thing. The key to it is to come from a place of resourcefulness. That is the number one characteristic of effective entrepreneurship. And I see lots of people typing in no's, uh, no with a, with a great big, uh, you know, sort of uh, exclamation mark saying, no, it is not weak. And you're correct. It is not weak to ask for help. It is not weak to uh, reach out to your network. All right, cool. So now that we got that, the number one uh, characteristic of effective entrepreneurship is resourcefulness. Number one, period, end of story. Now the number two, believe it or not, for effective entrepreneurship is being risk taking, meaning you're somebody who takes calculated risks. You are a risk taker. You are the opposite of risk averse. A lot of times, this is one of the bigger challenges, frankly, that uh, we have to overcome, especially if you're making that transition from working for somebody else, being an employee, which is great, uh, to being your own boss, to working and building your own business. And even if you're in the kind of uh, in-between stages, you know, like for instance, maybe right now you have a full-time job and you're building your business on the side, either at night or on your lunch breaks, what have you. I'll give you a great example. And this kind of goes back to the resourcefulness. When I first started off as an entrepreneur back in 2006, I was deployed to Iraq. My wife got us started in a network marketing company. I was the complete naysaying negative spouse. I told her it'll never work. It's a scam. It's a pyramid scheme. I was that guy, believe it or not. I was was that guy that was saying all that crap. And she didn't care. She was undaunted. Even though I was over in the combat zone getting shelled, she was, she was there looking for a solution. She said, look, if we're going to have a retirement that doesn't include you going off to war every year and a half or two years, then we're going to have to build something for ourselves. We can't simply wait for things to just happen for us. So she definitely had that proactive, resourceful mindset of, a, uh, of an entrepreneur. Now, I have to tell you, even though I was a combat-decorated naval aviator, I'd done five deployments, three combat tours inside those five deployments, uh, I was somebody who definitely was all about taking risk. But I didn't understand what it meant to take risk as an entrepreneur. Big difference, right? So sometimes we can take a physical risk. Sometimes we're okay taking a risk in looking foolish. We're going to go, you know, we don't mind standing up and giving that, that speech at the uh, company picnic or whatever it is, or being that person that's called upon to do something that other people might see as risky. But all of a sudden, when it comes to investing money, right? Putting money into our business, putting money into our growth, putting money into our marketing, all of a sudden that risk 
can be frightening because it becomes this sort of attack on this identity of, hey, I gotta, I've got to be financially responsible. My point to this is that you have to be a person that's willing to take those risks. And frankly, in the beginning, I was not somebody who was really excited about taking those risks. My wife, on the other hand, was. She was very into taking those risks. And it was one of those things when, you know, I'm sitting there working when I finally got back from from Iraq and I'm working 70 hours a week as an, as an aviator and I'm flying airplanes. It was difficult for me to see the payoff for the risk. I'm like, man, we just put a bunch of money into this business. We put a bunch of money into this opportunity and I wasn't seeing the payoff. The key to it is effective entrepreneurs know that the payoff doesn't necessarily happen right away. All right. So you might be taking a huge risk right now and you may be saying to yourself, I haven't seen the payoff. I haven't seen the return and that's okay. It's not ideal by any means and no, and, and by no means am I saying you should stay in that state. But what I am saying is we have to, if you're going to be a, an effective entrepreneur, you have to get used to taking risks and it's a difference. There's a huge difference in taking a physical risk or a personal risk or anything like that as it is to taking a risk in business. All right. So make sure that either you or the people you're leading understand the difference between being somebody who likes to go out and do things like ride motorcycles or skydive or bungee jump, right? And actually taking a risk in business. Now, the two can be actually pretty closely related. In fact, I find athletes, um, uh, you know, uh, first responders, military people, people, people that have actually put their life on the line in some capacity or people that are adrenaline junkies, they tend to take risks in business. So that's cool too. But again, this isn't about being foolish. This is about taking calculated risks with your business. This is about preparing yourself. This is about asking great questions. This is about exhausting your resources. This is about doing whatever it takes to be the best you can be, but also being willing to take that extra step at that point when your faith might be tested. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about with taking risks. If this is resonating with you, if you're getting this, give me a one in the chat box. If you understand how, the, how important it is to take risk and you get the difference between taking a physical risk and taking another, you know, kind of almost like an emotional risk or a psychological risk in business, specifically if it has to do with your time or your money, then I want to see a one in the chat box if this is making sense to you guys. I see lots of cool uh, comments coming in here. Uh, Cherie, good to see you, Cherie Woodard. Good to see you. Tracy Wilson says one. John says one. Pamela Niddle says one. Samra says one. Okay, cool. So lots of folks saying one. Uh, tells me you guys are, are resonating with this. I get it. Now, here's what's interesting. Now that we've taken the risk, we have to kind of hang in there, right? And I know a lot of you have already been taking risks, so you get this. That's probably the reason why I'm seeing a flood of ones in the comment section. Now, the next part to this, this is where kind of we separate, uh, you know, the wannabes from the gonnabes uh, in entrepreneurship. Effective entrepreneurs have this number three quality, and that is resilience, the ability to hang in there. And it's not just the ability to hang in. It's not just the ability to have sort of the, the uh, whatever you want to call it, where they just kind of, you know, along a lot of patience, for instance, right? Patience is super important. Resilience is important. But I like to think of this in terms of a term that I heard uh, maybe a year ago called anti-fragile. Anti-fragile is a term that means that you actually get stronger through uh, challenge. So when you go through a challenging time, you actually become stronger. Some people become weaker. They get beat down. They become exhausted. They become tired. They throw in the towel. I mean, when everything's going great, when their ship has come in, everybody's happy. They're like, yeah, this is awesome when the sun's out, right? It's the people who under pressure, 
and under challenge and under duress become stronger. They actually find that deeper well of strength and, and determination within them. And that's what we're talking about here. So now let's say that, okay, cool. I'm resourceful. I know what I'm going to do. Now I'm going to take the risk. I've taken the risk. Now we got to wait for this thing to pay off, right? That's when you're really tested. That's when the real uh, kind of determination shows up. And so you'll find that probably the most effective entrepreneurs out there are people that have that deep well of resilience. They actually become stronger when they go through a challenge. They become stronger through adversity. That's one of the most awesome traits that I've ever seen in an entrepreneur. Uh, So to me, I can see that, especially what's really cool being a facilitator in the workshops, you'll see that resilience, you'll see that anti-fragility uh, in a student who's just bound and determined to succeed. They know that they're going through a tough time, but they almost get stronger and faster and more willful in that challenge and in that adversity. That's some of the most awesome things. Man, that fires me up. It gets me so inspired to see uh, students and fellow entrepreneurs going through that. So if you find yourself, have you ever seen that? If you've ever seen somebody who who is kind of anti-fragile, maybe you're anti-fragile yourself, or maybe you just say, hey, dude, I totally get it. I love that quality in people too. Uh, give me a two in the chat box. I want to see a two like yo know, the peace sign in the chat box. If you get the fact that anti, anti-fragility or in this case resilience is super important to be an effective entrepreneur, give me a two in the chat box. Cherie Woodard says that's my life. Hey, girlfriend, good for you. That's the kind of stuff you're going to need. Now, remember this. This is a very important point that Cherie brings up. In your personal life, outside of business, okay, forget the business for just two seconds. You have likely been through something challenging. Chances are you didn't get here uh, through the primrose path, right? You didn't get here by everything being super easy. I have yet to meet one person in my life, that I know personally, uh, that hasn't had some setback in life or hasn't had some extreme circumstance that totally kicked their ass and they had to overcome it. So remember that. Go back to that. Remind yourself when you went through the tough times, the challenging times, and ask yourself, what is it about your character? All right. What is it about you personally that helped guide you through that tough time? Maybe it was your faith. Maybe it was your inner strength. Maybe it was your mental toughness. Maybe it was just you're so hard headed like me that you don't, you don't understand the word no, so you just keep going until you find the, find the yes that you're looking for. Whatever that thing is, remember that and bring it over to the business side of the world. Okay, because chances are in your personal life, even if this is day one for you in business, in your personal life, you've had some area of your life where you've had to display that anti-fragile behavior, that resilience that we're talking about, where you become stronger through adversity. Figure out when, when those chapters of your life were. Take note of that and see how you can transfer that over into your business life. I promise you, my friends, it transfers one for one. It is absolutely one of the most awesome behaviors you're going to find in yourself and other people. And it is one of the key characteristics of uh, effective entrepreneurship. All right. So if this is working for you, let me see some twos in the chat box. I see lots of twos. That's awesome. Lots of people getting this. Uh, Angeline says, I've had many setbacks and came back stronger. Mental toughness, baby. That's what it's all about right there. All right, cool. Now, the fourth characteristic of the five that we're going to talk about today, there's probably far more than this, by the way, Uh, far more than just the five I'm sharing you. I'm just sharing with you my five that come to mind uh, for effective uh, entrepreneurship. The fourth one is flexibility, because here's the simple reality. You are going to come up with great plans. If you come to our workshops, if you're going through the Fast Track program, even if you're in the VIP program, you know that you're going to have a roadmap, right? That roadmap is there to guide you. 
The question is, what do you do when and if that plan falls apart? What do you do if you have laid out your day, your week, you said this is exactly how things are going to show up and then the inevitable happens, right? You get that phone call from your kid's school or, uh, you know, you get the call from the hospital, somebody's sick and they need you to come or you've got that friend that's relying on you and all of a sudden your plan falls apart. The question is, when when the plan falls apart, do you fall apart or do you roll with it? One of the most, I remember when I was uh, a kid want to be a, being, wanted, wanting to be a naval aviator, uh, I was turning wrenches. I was an aircraft mechanic, and I asked my, my division officer, I'm like, hey, what's the most important skill set for me to become a Navy pilot? And I'm thinking he's going to tell me, oh, you got to be good at math. you got to have quick reflexes. Uh, you got to understand, you know, uh, all the rules for the FAA. You know, I was thinking of all these things that were tactical. And I missed the bigger point, which is kind of, this is so true in business as well. We always think the answers are tactical. You know, how do I get my ads to convert? What do I need to do? What are the Facebook algorithms? We we want all the tactics, but really it comes down to process and it comes down to to mindset. That's truly, I mean, that's 90% of the game. Uh, You know, spoiler alert for you, but this is true in aviation. So I said, you know, what is it that you got to do to be a really great pilot, a really great Navy pilot? He said, you got to think on your feet. Number one, the best skill you can have is you got to think on your feet. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh man, you know, you got to, you got to be good at math. You got to be, you know, good hand-eye coordination or something like that. And those things are super important just as tactics are important in business. But his answer was really spot on. And that is you got to think, you got to be really good at thinking on your feet. Well, listen, this fourth characteristic I'm talking about is super important in business as well. And that ability to be flexible flexible to your time, flexible to your plans, flexible to your strategy, flexible to how you think and how you operate. Uh, I'll be completely transparent with you. When I first came here and started working with EMP, I was a very established, successful entrepreneur. I'd had a coaching practice. It was a multiple six-figure business, international speaker, award-winning author. I had a lot going for me. But the difference was how I approached training people, how I, how I approached creating shifts and creating, helping people create change in their own lives. And through working with uh, EMP, working through, working with our mentors, Blair and Melissa Dunkley, for instance, I learned a whole different way of operating. So I had to be kind of mentally flexible. I had to say, Hey, listen, the old way got me so far and that's been pretty awesome. But if I want to go even further and more importantly, more specifically help other people, go further in their lives and in their businesses, I'm going to have to learn a different way. So you may have to be in that same place right now. Things may either be working or not working for you. And that's completely fine. Whichever way the question is, what is working for you? Cause there's gotta be something that's working. What's not working for you. And what might you do differently? The question here is super important. You've heard us say this a lot. You probably heard me and a lot of our other mentors who come out here on the daily dose of awesome talk to you about this, right? But here's the key and essential part that you have to remember what it comes down to is being a resourceful. Yes, definitely. And be flexible. You got to be super flexible because if things aren't working, you have two choices. You can either sit there stagnant, stuck and pissed off and go, well, this sucks, right? Or, or you can go, okay, cool. Well, what might I do differently here? And if you step back and ask that question, take some of the emotion and some of the heat and some of the spice out of it for just a second, you might find that there's just a simple little tweak. Now, you may have to do something drastic. You may have to do something completely different. And that's another question that we like to challenge our students with is, okay, what might you do that's completely different from what you've done to this point? And it might be something completely crazy. It might be something so weird. You may say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to paint my face up like a clown and go on Facebook Live just to get people's attention. If for some 
and I'm not getting eyeballs on my Facebook lives, maybe that's what I have to do. Or maybe I have to shoot it from a roller coaster. I have to be on a roller coaster while I do my Facebook live. I don't know. And it might be completely useless, but it's better than sitting there stuck, isn't it? So if you think to yourself, you've tried everything, remember, you probably haven't. Because if you tried, quote, everything, you would have come up with a solution by now. Period, end of story. And that comes down to being flexible, mentally flexible, emotionally flexible, uh, strategically flexible, and also being able to kind of put the ego aside, which brings me to my fifth and final point, fifth and final uh, characteristic of of effective entrepreneurship. And that is to be coming from a place of a beginner's mindset, the beginner's mindset. Now, if you know what what, what I'm talking about with the beginner's mindset, I want to see you type it into the chat box. What does that term mean to you? I'm going to give you two key points to what I'm talking about here in just a second, but I want to see what it means to you. All right, because it's important that that term really sinks in for you. I want to make sure that when I say a beginner's mindset, you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, A lot of times people think, well, beginners and newbies, you know, they don't have much value. They don't have the experience. They don't have the the skill sets. They may not have the, um, the competency yet. And there's some truth to that. Obviously, you're going to gain the skill sets. You're going to gain the competency. You're going to get the experience for, you know, over the time of, of putting the miles on the odometer, for lack of a better term. But there's a real value to being new at something, anything. doesn't matter whether you, listen, you could be a seasoned entrepreneur and then go into martial arts. You could be a seasoned martial artist and then come into business. You could be a seasoned musician and start working out for the first time or be a seasoned athlete and start picking up, you know, a musical instrument. And all of a sudden you find yourself being a newbie at something. Heck, you might be a brand new parent. We got a few of those here in the EMP community. You might be a brand new, uh, brand new at being in a relationship. You might be brand new at running Facebook ads. Maybe in the past you've done LinkedIn or in the past you've done offline marketing and now all of a sudden the new online thing is a huge shift. It doesn't just have to be the obvious stuff that we talk about. What does it mean to have a beginner's mind? Okay, so some folks coming in here say, uh, come from a place of beginner's mindset, be coachable. Um, I don't know everything slash I'm teachable. Perfect. Uh, eyes wide open, curious listening. Uh, be excited, be curious. Empty your cup and be ready to learn. New start. Man, I love this. This is great stuff, man. You guys are, you're amazing. Really, you truly are amazing. This is, this is what I'm talking about, all right? From the very beginning, the, the whole, this whole thing's working out. I love it when a plan comes together. When I was a kid, one of my favorite shows was The A-Team. And uh, Hannibal was the, uh, you know, was the main dude, the leader of the team. And he used to say, he used to light his cigar and say, I love it when a plan comes together. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about here. You, you are all exhibiting the, these characteristics of effective entrepreneurship. You see that? And this is great. So remember this, if you ever get yourself stuck or when you get done watching this and you get back to work on your day, remember how effective you are as entrepreneurs, because you're absolutely right. Really, it comes down to a couple things. Number one is just like you said, you got to be coachable. Number two, you got to be humble. That's what having a beginner's mindset means, at least in, in the way I see it, right? Those two things, if you're coachable, like you, a lot of you are saying, and you have the humility to go, okay, cool. You know, I don't know everything. I have my cup half full, like you were saying. I believe that those are two of the most important things you can have to be an effective entrepreneur. And that's what I talk about with a beginner's mindset. And so every single day, it's not about saying, well, I don't know anything, right? That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is seeing the true value in your coachability, seeing the true value in what it means to be humble. Like when I'm talking about humble, I'm not talking about being meek. Two completely couldn't be further apart from one another. Meek 
is is small and soft and and you know kind of being weak if you will being humble is a place of strength and power that's where you're saying to yourself i i see the value in what i know and i realize that i can learn more i see the power in what i have to offer and i see that that not only do i have the ability to to contribute i have a responsibility to contribute See the difference? So you can come from a place of self-belief. You can come from a place of self-confidence and still be humble. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty powerful. True humility comes from a place of seeing and, and knowing and recognizing your own value, but also recognizing that you still have far to go and that this is a lifelong journey. Look, my friends, when you come from a place of having that beginner's mindset, you're coachable, you're, you've got that sense of humility and that son, sense of, of, of hunger to want to learn, you're unstoppable. It doesn't matter, right? That resourcefulness we talked about, that resilience we talked about, uh, that curiosity, all the things we've been talking about today, all of those are super important. So remember this, to be an effective entrepreneur, to have these characteristics of effective entrepreneurship are going to bleed over, not just in uh, what you say and what you do. It's going to show up in your marketing messaging. Certainly it's going to show up in how you present yourself on a Facebook live, but more importantly, it's going to show up in how you present yourself to other people. They're going to see that and that's going to be the kind of stuff they want to work with, do business with forever and ever and ever. So remember these five characteristics, put them into place in your business today and every single day and watch your business grow. All right. If this message worked for you today, give me a five as in a high, long distance high five. I want to give it right back to you guys. I want to make sure that uh, today's message landed for you. I know we went kind of long, geez, a half hour, over a half hour. You see, you get me wound up, start talking about stuff I love and I'm passionate about. We could talk about this stuff all day. Uh, I appreciate you guys hanging in with me here today. Appreciate your patience. More importantly, I appreciate your contributions, your energy, your focus, and more importantly, your energy, who you are, your personal kind of like your awesome juju, your, your spirit that you bring here to EMP. That's what makes this place so amazing and so freaking awesome. And that's you guys. So I appreciate each and every single one of you. Thank you for all the high fives, seeing them coming in from left and right. You guys are amazing. I love you. And we will be coming at you again tomorrow. In fact, I personally will meet you right here tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for the next episode of the Daily Dose of Awesome. And until then, remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you guys tomorrow.